Now the News. I'm Shane Bigham. China and Switzerland have agreed to support the early launch of formal negotiations to upgrade their free trade agreement. The agreement comes as part of the talks between Chinese Premier Li Chang and Swiss President Viola Amherd. China has also decided to grant Switzerland unilateral visa-free treatment. And the Swiss side will provide more visa facilitation for Chinese citizens and Chinese enterprises investing in the European country. The Chinese Premier is in Switzerland to attend the World Economic Forum annual meeting and pay an official visit to the country. Zhang Junfeng reports. Chinese Premier Li Chang has arrived in Switzerland and he will be a keynote speaker on the 16th. Premier Li Chang, we have 30 minutes to tell the world about China's story, its recovery from the pandemics, continued sticking to globalization, continued opening up to the world and continued harnessing world peace and continued welcoming global cooperation and foreign investments. And the world is expecting very strong messages from him. That will be seven years after Chinese President Xi Jinping delivered a speech in a World Economic Forum in 2017, and his message that China will stick to globalization was warmly welcomed by international communication. The Pacific Island nation of Nauru has announced it will sever its so-called diplomatic ties with the Taiwan region. The Nauru government says it now recognizes the government of the People's Republic of China as the sole legal government representing the whole of China and seeks to restore full diplomatic relations with Beijing. The Chinese foreign ministry has welcomed the move, saying China is willing to open a new chapter in bilateral relations with Nauru based on the One China Principle. The China Man Space Agency says the Tianzhou 7 cargo spacecraft will lift off soon. It's already vertical at the launch area with its carrier rocket. The agency also says the facilities and equipment at the Wenchang spacecraft launch site in Hainan are all in good condition. Various pre-launch checks and tests will be carried out as planned. A Kremlin spokesperson says Russian President Vladimir Putin will visit North Korea in the foreseeable future. Dmitry Peskov says a specific date for the visit will be discussed through diplomatic channels, and Moscow is ready to develop a partnership with Pyongyang in all areas. The remarks come as a North Korean delegation led by Foreign Minister Cho Sunhui is visiting Russia. The White House says it's time for Israel to scale back its military operations in Gaza. However, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu insists that his country will continue its campaign until what he calls a total victory. Nearly 24,000 people have died as the Israel-Hamas conflict reaches the 100-day mark. Hamas says it's lost contact with some hostages under heavy Israeli shelling. Meanwhile, the Israeli military says it's completed a series of strikes on Lebanon after a missile from across the border killed two civilians in Israel. Hezbollah's leader says Israel's failed to achieve its goals and the group won't stop cross-border attacks until a ceasefire is in place for Gaza. National security advisors have held discussions for achieving peace in Ukraine. Advisors from more than 80 countries are attempting to find common ground on the matter. The Swiss co-host admits that the inclusion of Russia in the negotiations remains off the table for now. Evangelo Sipsis has more from Davos. Well, in discussion in the press conference, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, was not there, but the Swiss federal councillor, Ignacio Casas, was there. He answered a number of questions to the media, and specifically most of those questions, there was a similar answer that Russia needs to be involved, Russia needs to be on board, and Russia needs to be taken into consideration. He pretty much said that if Moscow is not included into these talks, then peace on that region will not come. And he says that we need to take that into consideration, and we need to find a formula of this 
discussion with him and bringing them to the table in order to find a solution. Now, he also mentioned that a number of countries that are involved in this national security advisory meeting, uh, over 83 countries are actually involved, a lot of them from the BRICS, including Brazil and Saudi Arabia. He mentioned that those countries play a significant role. At least 11 people are dead amid heavy rains in Brazil's Rio de Janeiro state over the weekend. Rio Mayor Eduardo Paes has announced a state of emergency, while President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva's government offered federal support. The weather station in one neighborhood measured over 250 millimeters of rain in a 24-hour period, the highest since 1997. The rains flooded streets, the metro line, and homes, bringing down trees and causing landslides. And that's the news. I'm Shane Bennett.